Warning, this podcast contains spoilers, but you shouldn't care. Welcome to Hey James, Watch This, a celebration of mediocrity. In this, and indeed every episode, Russ and Fry will try to convince their friend James why he should watch an absolutely unnecessary film. Hey James, Watch This. Hi everybody, welcome to Hey James, Watch This. I am James. I'm Russ. And I'm Fry. And I'm getting over a cold, so please excuse my voice as I talk about, uh, oh, what was this stupid thing called? Expelled from Paradise. That's right, Expelled from Paradise. So I watched this last night. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm just yelling the word anime over and over again, but bear with me. So, okay. She's growing her body to go down on Earth and sort out the problem. <laughs> And they spent and that's the an review. awful lot of that mess on tits when they could have put it into muscles. I'm just saying. I don't see why a temporary why did, body why would she need, need a gender. She's going to fight with a, a robot. Which she does for five seconds. The <laughs> I, I agree with a point, I think, Russ, you had mentioned it last time, where guns solve problems. Yeah. Like, they <laughs> really, like, right off the bat in the movie, you know, the guy's like, shoot them in the head for the sandworms. And it's like, oh, yeah, this this solved our issue. This would have been a better buddy cop movie than little girl, grizzled guy, really strange dynamic. That, <laughs> I, yeah. not, not my thing. Well, I used the Brennan clip. That's a child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that the music that they were playing kind of vaguely sounded like shitty 90s rock. You know, like that kind of grungy sound, but not quite. It was like, um, just like very generic. Like, oh, you know, I heard inside. Like that kind of thing. (laughs) The next thing I have to say will not be original and it will not be a fresh take. But I am so fucking sick of seeing women fight in high heels. And this movie has the worst example. Boob armor. Well, the boob armor, yes, but let's talk about those quote-unquote shoes. Her feet are vertical. <laughs> like, <laughs> there cannot be more than a square inch and a half of her of her toes touching the ground. It is insanity. <laughs> she So she's wearing, so for the benefit of the listeners, she is wearing a, what can, I can only describe as a swimsuit with sleeves. Um... <laughs> And high heels. Her butt is completely visible. It's like um, those uh, the, those shoes that um, Chell wore in Portal. Yeah, yeah, except even those weren't as bad as this. At one point in the movie, she puts a poncho on that covers everything except her butt and her legs. <laughs> the most are useless. Completely bare. <laughs> it's the u- most useless item of clothing in the entire world. I know it's in fashion to rant about this, but this is a particularly egregious example of of boob armor of uh, and it, <laughs> anyway after you watch this movie you should go on youtube and watch a like historical video about feminism throughout the ages or something to atone for the sin the a historical video about feminism i'm picturing one from like the 40s where it's no, like no, a no, historical no, no, video about no feminism. watch the ladies about want the, the chance 40s. to vote get the fuck out of here oh god no that wasn't what i watch one about the 40s not from the 40s <laughs> Um, that's very important distinction. That, Suffragettes, that robot, more like suffering men. Oh, God. Now it's Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, God. 
Wait, was that a real quote? No, it was. I just made it up. There's, there's a. I would say there's a, there's a fifty fifty chance he actually said that. You're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Careful. If you say his name too many times, he'll, he'll be, he'll appear and join the podcast, and we don't want that. This is not the right kind of podcast for him. Cancel me. well, he hasn't seen the movie, so he can't be on the podcast. In, in fact, I'm, I'm officially banning Jordan Peterson from this podcast. <laughs> he cannot come on even if he wants to. I'm putting oh, that no. Up there. oh, no, Fry, you tyrant. Stop. We're, we're trying feverishly to get Uwe Boll and banning Jordan Peterson. This is unacceptable. <laughs> uh, that little robot was pretty cute, and the animation was good. Uh, as far as things I liked about this movie go, the animation was good. Especially the the uh, jiggle physics and the robot was cute. <laughs> I did. Like I don't that think robot. the story in this movie is tripe, which we knew going in. That's fine. The action's pretty good. It's not great. I think the thing that I hated about this movie is that it thinks it's way deeper than it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you both said last time it's the most like surface level take of this question of what is hu- being human in consciousness. And it's and it has these like quiet quote unquote introspective moments, and it's like this is dumb. You should go back to fighting sandworms. That was a way better part of the movie. Yeah. In in conclusion, I do not recommend it. I didn't have a bad time. Like it's funny, dumb, but it is dumb. I just heard you scream the word anime for five minutes. Yeah, that yeah, that is that is. So what do we have today, boys? Action musical. Oh, that's right. I forgot about our the conundrum you were presented yeah. last It wasn't time. a conundrum. It was not oh. a conundrum. I, I knew we, it was going to be... We had options. Yeah, there were options. I'm excited for this one. But we said it was going to be Bollywood, and it is. Um, Excellent. You know it's good when it's marketed under two names. <laughs> um, when, when I pitched it to Fry, it was Fairy. But then when I found it on Amazon, it was Palisadu. So... <laughs> I wonder if that's because it was in two different languages. It is, yeah. Maybe. It's the Tamil yeah, translation. When I found it on YouTube, it was under Theory. So depending oh. on where you look, it's going to be a different name. Well, the good news is uh, this week your untitled.txt is musicals. Ah, Not yes. action musicals because that's a field of four. Yeah. You're going to get a description of a famous movie musical. Like a Jeopardy-style okay. description. And it's not going to be trivia about it. It's going to be tiny plot points. Okay. And okay. then you have to identify the musical. But here's the thing this week. You only get one guess. Okay. So think All about right. it before you go. All right. Our standings are Fry, 84, James, 91, after a correction from last week, because I called two questions incorrectly. Ah, yes. So we're sitting at James, 91, Fry, 84, musicals. Here we go. Gene Kelly sang about the glorious feeling he felt while singing doing Singing in this. the Rain. Ah, that was Singing in the Rain. Nicely done. This musical starred a young Zac Efron singing about getting your head in the game. Zac Efron. He's too young to be in Greece, right? Very much. Yeah. By about 40 years. Oh, is it? Is it High School Musical? Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I was thinking about that, but I didn't want to waste my only guess on it. <laughs> uh, I should have. <laughs> I wonder if James guessed Greece. If I should count that. All right. I'm going. To be, oh, you're I'm, right. I'm going you, to I shouldn't be, get that point. I'm going to be more policy about that. I'm, I'm taking that point, and I'm going to be more policy about it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That I, was, I, 
That's on yeah, the. That's ref. a good point. No, that's a good point. For I was I was kind of that was that was an extra guess. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Okay, this musical tells about the romance between Tony and Maria. Oh, West Side Story. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, nice. This musical was based on the George Bernard Shaw play Pygmalion. If only I knew what that was. <laughs> Let me see. The plot lines are identical. Yeah, but I don't know what Pygmalion is, so, you know. Oh, I know. It's clearly Hairspray. <laughs> Good guess <laughs> I, or no? Actually, I think this was High School Musical 2. Oh, <laughs> man. That's unfortunate. Well, those that are was My guesses. Fair Lady, boys. Oh, oh okay. My Fair Lady. The titles are very different. Pink elephants were on parade in this musical. Dumbo? That's the one. No. Oh. Oh, it is Dumbo. I always get Dumbo and Fantasia confused. Mm. One's about an elephant, one's about an acid trip, you know. Yeah, yeah, but they both have like an acid trip. Both potentially could have pink elephants for sure. (laughs) You're not wrong. Okay, I had to watch this one in school, and for the life of me, I do not remember why I had to watch it in school. I feel like it would be banned today, but anyway. Hmm. This musical is about a young woman who disguises herself as a man so she can enter a religious school. And I'll give you a hint, that's a Jewish religious school. Oh. Stars Barbara Streisand. Oh. Ooh, that sounds super familiar, but I can't, the title's not coming to me. Yeah, I, I can think of a movie where a woman dis- disguises herself as a mandate or a school, but it's not a musical, and it doesn't star Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it's also it's called Mulan. And she's all that. Oh, oh it's Mulan, all... too. <laughs> well, boys, that is Yentl. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, pretty sure I'm the only one in the world who has watched that movie. You watched I that haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I watched that in school. Wow. Yeah, at like what high school, not like college. English. English class. Oh. Wow. Yeah, super oh. weird. Anyway. This musical starred Madonna as Argentinian first lady Ava Perón. Oh, gosh. I know what this is. Um, was it Was it just called Ava? No, it was not no, just called Ava. Damn. Okay. That I, That's what I thought at first, but it wasn't just called that. It has, it has a pretty good title, and I am having trouble thinking of it well i've made my guess you've got one chance okay well i can't think of the title so i should say something funny oh i believe it's uh the producers by mel brooks <laughs> oh what a good guess however yeah you, fry you were ever so close because it is the spanish diminutive form of eva which is yeah. evita evita oh yeah. okay yeah, I, yeah, it was something like that. This musical starred Meryl Streep as the witch and Johnny Depp as the big bad wolf. Oh, this is uh, Into the Woods. That's the one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's quite good. It's coming. Uh, it's coming locally to a theater in Dallas if you want to watch it live. I not, after not with Johnny Depp and. and <laughs> I got sick people. in the company of five people. I'm never going into a crowd again. You, I mean, world. you you got sick not being in a crowd, so. Maybe maybe no, being got, in the crowd will make your immune system. No, stronger. I caught something from the last time one of you one of you dinguses came over and we we, we had a game day. That's was, impossible. We're all perfectly healthy. I was looking up original Broadway casts the other day. Amadeus was Tim yeah. Curry as Mozart. Yes. And Ian McKellen as Salieri. Oh, yes. That is mind blowing to me. 
Anyway, Amadeus is not on this list. (laughs) I figured. This musical starring Idina Menzel isn't a movie yet, but it's about to be. Or as John Travolta knows her, Adele Dazeem. Okay, this is a stupid guess, but I don't think it's a movie yet. That's not Hamilton, is it? Oh, no, they, that, that they is a not a bad that. guess. No, that's not a okay. bad guess. Uh, it, that's not the answer. Right, right. I can't think of... Wait. Fry has the poster in his mind. I, oh, dude. I can see that there's no, two I, synapses that just aren't, just aren't yeah, snapping together. Yeah, I, no, I, I got nothing. I, I'm, I'm going to pass. Well, my boys, that is wicked. Oh, oh of course it's wicked. I thought yep. they'd already made a movie of that one. Okay. Not yet. Oh, I was thinking of Oz, maybe? They Oz did the make a movie powerful. about that. Yeah, I was thinking of Oz, yeah. Well, and your last question. This musical tells of the oppression of a poor Jewish milkman before the Bolshevik uprising. Fiddler on the Roof. That's the one. I love that movie. It's so good. The music is... oh. Nicely done. Oh, it's so good. Well, that is three to Fry and two to James. So that brings our standings to Fry 87 and James 92. Wait, did I get two? Yes, you did. I thought I got... Oh, okay. I thought I got one more than that. Okay, You did get one more than that, and then we called it. Oh, that's right. You're quite right. All right, fair enough. Well, all right. So we've... Blew our load kind of early on that one and gave away the title. Not that anyone cares. Uh, this is 2016, and depending on the language, this is Fairy or Polisadu. I like Polisadu. <laughs> Fry, take it away. Polisadu is such a sillier sounding name for it than Fairy. I didn't hear that name from Russ until after I had already watched it. I was like, that, that doesn't really quite seem like it fits but, but it's okay. only silly in english fry it, you know Man. it's true it's probably not silly in other languages i am eager to see how fry goes after this one because if he describes the plot of this movie we are going to be here for 17 hours well right my pro- my proposal is it's an a- <laughs> it's a, it's an action musical so i want to know how good the action is and how good the songs are <laughs> okay good all right all right Okay. <laughs> so I will give you the the quickest brief overview of the plot, and then we will will dive into some of the sure fun you will, scenes Fry. Sure you will. <laughs> so the first scene, the character wakes up on a bit. No, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got our main character uh, Joseph Curavilla, who we will find out also goes by VJ Kumar. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the actor's a- name is also VJ. That's not helpful. Uh, <laughs> actors and, and their characters should have different names so we get to meet vj he's living this very peaceful life in this this small town he's raising his daughter he drives recklessly on a motorcycle but seems to know what he's doing and he's starting to fall a little bit for his daughter's teacher but he's got something else going on like you you can tell he's that this isn't all he is he's not just a baker uh, which is his cover story, as it were. Yeah. And as the teacher starts to find out who he really is, we get the backstory where we find out that he was the only non-corrupt cop in Chennai, as far as I can tell. 
I wonder, so I actually work with a number of people from Chennai, and I wonder how much of a punchline that is. Like, I wonder if they have a police issue, and it's, like, really funny in context. I feel like you should ask them. Yeah, yes, I will. if you could get them on this podcast, we could, we could do an interview. In a Teams meeting <laughs> where it's recorded. Hey, how corrupt are your police? Yeah, that's yeah. not that's that's definitely not the way I was going to approach that situation. I was going to just tell them about the movie I saw. <laughs> tell, tell them it's for a podcast. That always gets people talking. Yeah. Well, you know they they're not really awake at the same time as me usually, so <laughs> you know there are some challenges dealing with the corrupt police. <laughs> so, and he makes a couple of, like funny jokes about this. Uh, my my favorite is later on he's he's meeting with the father of the woman he wants to marry. And he says, I'm an honest cop who doesn't take bribes. Basically, that means I'm bad at math. And I, I, I love the... He's like, oh, I could take all this money in bribes and we could live very well. But no, I don't want to do that. The last honest cop. Honest cop in this case just means he doesn't take bribes. It doesn't mean he follows the law necessarily. <laughs> if, he didn't, if he didn't kick ass, it wouldn't be an awesome 80s style cop movie. We get a, a great scene where he shows up and he's like to uh, someone that he knows did something bad. And he's like, hey, so I'm deputy commissioner of the police here. If I kill you, I'll be the one running the investigation and I can be sure your killer will never be found. So stop fucking with me is, is more or less the uh, the approach there. And spoiler alert, he does not stop fucking with him. <laughs> so he he winds up getting involved in a case where uh you know a, a woman was raped to death and he goes out and he finds her killer and oh i should mention the tone of this movie is all over the place yes. yeah that got that got the, way more serious the, than I was the tone ready of this really, movie really, really is fast. happy songs with joseph and his six-year-old daughter nevi and while they're just talking about having fun and how great life is and then, like, oh, yeah, this guy has raped several people to death. Jesus. Yeah, so really, really all over. I, okay. Did you find the tone shifts really effective? They definitely get your attention. Effective at what? So normally if I'm watching something like this and you go from, like, oh, I was just laughing and smiling at that, at that thing to, oh, look at this person who has been brutally beaten and raped, that's, like, it's such a gear change that I'm, like, no, what are you doing? This is two separate movies. Right. What, what are you doing? But in this one, I was like, no, that works somehow. Mm. Like, I bought it. In the sense that I'm watching what is essentially a live-action cartoon. Yeah. yeah. It was maudlin. It was completely over the top. It was like, all the plot points were ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, that works. That works. So it's more like Christmas panto kind of. It has a panto feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he finds the person. He realizes that because they're the son of uh, one of the government officials, that they're never really going to actually see justice. So instead he beats up the, the rapist, kills him, and hangs him from a bridge. Jesus. And, and then <laughs> calls the father, who's the, the government official who was going to cover this up, and he's like, hey, yeah, sorry, we couldn't find your son until now. Someone must have, you know, gotten revenge for all the, the horrible rapes and stuff he, he, he did. He beat himself up and hung himself from a bridge. Oh, it's, it's weird. He was killed in the exact same way that the last woman we found was killed, even though we didn't publish it. That's weird that that information was used by the killer. Anyway, 
nothing we can do. These things happen all the time, I guess. So he's, this case is under investigation, sir. Yeah. I can't comment on it. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's definitely a take the law into his own hands type of person, but the law also seems fairly corrupt there. So it's not the, the moment, strictly the a moment bad you choice. Set, the moment you set this up, I was very much in like an '80s kind of action cop vibe. Like no one was going to be doing anything by the books. Okay, I want. I, I, I was ready for that. I want to tell you, you have the exact right vibe of this movie. <laughs> Yeah. In the in the past, in the scenes in the past where he we're seeing what led up to him living a nondescript life as a baker, he's got just the the perfect buzz cut, like this <laughs> looks really sharp, and he he goes overboard to seem cool all the time. He wears sunglasses nonstop, and he has a peculiar <laughs> peculiar way of eating gum, where he puts them in, well, he puts them well, into his hand all, in front of him and then like knocks them up into his mouth with his other hand. Uh, hey, Fry. He, he generally does this while walking away in slow motion. What style of mustache does he have? <laughs> yes. I almost yeah. made the philosophize me about Indian mustaches. Oh, yes. I, yes. He just has a mustache. I, I, I don't know what you're getting at here. Well, I, I, it was more of a joke about I just knew he had a mustache. He definitely has a mustache. Like, like, yeah. I don't know why. I need to get into the history of it. But I'm curious about it too. Yeah, the, but a part of Indian machismo is wearing mustaches. Yeah, like like yeah, like if sure. you're a man, you have a mustache. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a good mustache. It's an interesting thing because they've sort of fallen out of fashion in a lot of places. But it's interesting that in India, it's very very it's, popular. It is so, the yeah. thing. I mean, unless you're yeah. Sikh and then you have like the whole thing going. Right. Yeah. But right. but no, like everybody just there it is. Yep. After this, the. The government minister decides he's going to get revenge on him, but this revenge needs to be worse than death. So, <laughs> oh, he, wow. I, I got to say, kudos on this guy for being able to take his time and just wait for the right moment to take his. Is revenge. this all happening in a flashback? Yes, the flashback is most of the movie. <laughs> this movie is <laughs> most awesome. of the movie this... is the flashback, and then like this... the third act is is not in flashback. present time. Yeah, this yeah. movie kicks ass. All right, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want you to spoil the rest of the plot. I mean, you can right. tell me about it, but don't spoil what happens because this sounds like a lot of fun. So, a thing that keeps happening, we see this happen like early on, and then we see it later down the line, is that Vijay is mostly willing to let himself get beat up for things. But if anyone comes near his daughter or his fiance, oh, he doesn't like that. And right. uh, that's that's when he goes from like regular kind, you know, pretty cool guy to absolute murder machine. Just beating up like crowds full of guys at a time. So we've seen, um, oh, what was the uh, the historical piece that we saw on this podcast? Bahubali. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bahubali. So in Bahubali, they just straight up have superpowers, right? Right. He does not have superpowers other but than he's the definitely fact that... stronger than a human man. Well, the thing, oh, well, yes. that's that's Bollywood. Like your hero yeah. is always stronger than a human man. No, I know. And but I, what I was getting to was sorry, laboriously, admittedly, I'm, I apologize. Um, what I was trying to get to was how would you like? What level of power does this guy, Captain have? America, like, if if Nice. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. He's, nice, he's, nice, he's not nice. the Hulk. He's Captain America. Okay. Cool. Captain Chennai. Got it. Bullets yeah. still hurt him, but most bullets choose to go somewhere else instead of hitting him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could be hurt by bullets, but they're not. It's really hard to shoot him. Yeah. 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 Awesome. 
So he just has several of these big group fights. One outside his house when they're like, oh, let's go inside and, and kill his daughter too. And then he's like, no, please don't. <laughs> and then when they when they don't respond well to please don't, he beats up all of them. Of and course. then turns to the the witness and is like, hey, please don't tell anyone I did that. I'm kind of kind of on the down low here. I, and so I love the fact that, that he beat I, up I love 10 this. guys is going to you know, be hidden. I, I love this kind of thing because it really does harken back to like this 80s thing. And it's like the person who made this, like who wrote this, has what I would say is an uncomplicated worldview. But if you start cracking some of the stuff open, there's a lot of weird stuff in there. Like there's a lot of weird assumptions about the world. It's it's like the U.S. 20, 30 years ago. It's fascinating. I love that our director, also probably the writer. Yeah, yeah, writer and director is known uh, mononymically. It's Otley. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Wait, his name, directed it's, it's by Otley. Otley, nice. So in the, in the past flashback, we find out that the minister had, you know, basically attempted to kill Vijay and his family, and Vijay had to go yeah. into hiding and raise his daughter and all that. Then we get back to the present, where the guy who tried to kill him has found out that he's not dead because his uh, would-be girlfriend, the teacher, has been asking questions about someone named Vijay Kumar. <laughs> okay, okay, fry, fry, fry. I want to switch gears. Switch gears. I understand the plot of this movie. I may not oh, no, know you the don't. details, <laughs> but I, I well, I understand as much of it as I need to. I think. Okay. I mean, he does become essentially an undead ghost of vengeance in the people's eyes by the end of this. Okay, admittedly, that part I did not understand or predict. <laughs> so that's if you somehow is... had that ready to go, I was I was going to be was, shocked. But what was the quote, Fry? It was like. He wanted justice and they killed him. Now he is a god. What can they do? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Basically, okay. there's like a whole montage of like news reporters being like, is he a ghost? Is he a god? Doesn't matter. Honestly, Can't kill him. Honestly, that is the part I probably didn't want spoiled because that, that would have been an awesome twist. But that's fine. It's not a twist. Yeah. Well, it, it would have... I probably wouldn't have seen it coming. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I want to know... I want to talk first about the music. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your, did you have a favorite song? Were they all pretty good? Was there one that you didn't like? I had one. What what was your favorite song, Russ? It's, weirdly, it's the very, very first one where he's, like, fucking around with his daughter. Oh, yeah? Like, where they're they're doing daddy-daughter things. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's cool. The whole time they're just shitting on each other. It's just like, you do this (laughs) stupid, you do this stupid, but we love each other. That's the whole song. That's yeah. cute. That sounds cute. I like it. Fry, what about I, you, man? I, I don't know if I had a favorite one. There was, it kind of takes place during the wedding that I thought was just really cool visually. That was a really good one. Musically. Uh, oh, awesome. You know, it, you can imagine a Bollywood song set during an Indian wedding. It's, it's just yeah. over the top. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's going to be real, real <laughs> good. a lot of people. Yeah. The choreography that went into this, these are like three minute stretches of the movie and they have a thousand extras. Yes. That, that's, yeah, that's why I wanted to know. Like, that's the kind of stuff I want to see, right? It's like, most of the people involved in this movie were not involved in the plot of this movie. They were dancing extras. Maybe yeah. you can fill me in. I, the one where there's a lot, they're all dancing in fields for some reason. What was the setup for that? When were they all dancing in fields? Fields. Isn't that the one where where he's trying to get his his soon to be fiance's interest and in, you know kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's the one yeah. that's the one that, that was really good too yeah yeah 
Some of the songs represent things that may have been boring to watch, like a whole courtship period. So let's just do it as a fun song instead. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, I, I like this. So so we have the montage over here, but montages are kind of old and stale. But if it was instead a song and dance number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally different. They have set up any time a character like walks on set for whatever reason they have a tin camera set up where it's like <laughs> you have eighty five different angles of someone just walking on set. It makes it more exciting. Oh my god! Okay, God, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, this 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 is sounding pretty good. Okay, Fry. Before we yep. move on, is before there anything else on. you would like to say about this movie? Maybe a favorite moment. I will say I am a sucker for the moment, and this happens in in superhero fight scenes in any movie where the guy has just let himself get beat up, just bloody. You know he can fight more, but he's he's trying not to, and so he's just letting himself get beat up. And then they do whatever the one thing is, the line that he wouldn't (laughs) let them cross. And they're just like a whole new person all of a sudden. In this case, he someone's trying to walk past, and he just grabs his arm, and he's like, please don't go inside. And the guy's like, ha, this loser thinks he can stop me. He shakes his arm off and tries to go inside. But he's like, no, I said, please don't go inside. And then he gets up and just superhumanly murders 10 men. <laughs> I think he threw nice. someone in, like, threw a car. He definitely threw people at other people to knock them down. Like, the fight choreography is wild, as is the yeah. dance choreography. Like, wild wild is, the, is the right, you know, you notice he didn't say amazing or incredible. He said wild. wild. And that's what I like. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. There's that, All right. the, the, there's that superhero punch that occurs sometimes where it, 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 would, it doesn't happen in real life. Like, it's physically yeah. impossible. But yeah. the hero punches downwards somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's head is driven into the ground. Like, his body yeah. inverts and, like, yeah. just his head streaks into the ground. I love that. Yeah, he does it's, that a couple of times. It's almost his like signature move. Like get someone will do like a whole big setup to a fight, and he's like, "No," and just throws them into the ground with his fist, and they stop moving forever. It's a hundred percent not how the human body works, but it looks great on camera. It's amazing. Okay, the, yeah. the first place I ever saw it was that uh, Ben Affleck warehouse fight in Batman versus Superman. Oh, oh my yeah, God. that looks great. Every I I love how they added the blood when that one bad guy got hit with a crate. Yeah. So that we so that we know for sure all of these people are dying. Oh, they're tonight. oh they're like, so dead. Oh yeah, you got killed by Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't kill famously? Yeah, yeah. That that was that was the funniest part of that movie is he just drives up with like rocket fucking launchers on his Batmobile and just slaughters a warehouse full of goons. It was insane. All right. Russ, I, I do have one question about the version you watched because right? yeah. I watched mine from YouTube. It may have been slightly different. Yeah, did yours have the health and safety warnings throughout? Yes, 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 yes. Every time, a ta- <laughs> like every time a character was like smoking on screen, they're like, "Don't oh. you shouldn't smoke." It, it, it showed up in the lower corner. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It, it, okay. it wasn't like obnoxious. It was just like, huh? The, and there was also there was a scene where you know someone's drinking liquor and they're like, "Liquor is bad for you. You shouldn't drink yeah. this." And yeah, there's yeah. like one scene where like a, a body is found and it's yeah. really far off and you can't really see any details of it. But in the bottom, it's still, it just says CGI in case you were worried they'd killed a right. person for real to film this scene. No, see, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I think especially as I get older, like just have little warnings like, hey, smoking's bad. You shouldn't drink so yeah. much. This is not a real body. I'm fine with that. That's good stuff. But then the... They don't have a warning over the fight scenes. So yeah, I guess where a man okay. punches another man's head yeah. off. 
Yeah. And I think that's understood that, you know, that stuff is okay. So, you know, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. all fine with, we're all fine with a good street punch up. I mean, to okay. be fair, this, this hmm. guy is the, the vigilante cop wet dream of like, I will go yeah. out and only stop all of the bad things. Yes. I will never hurt anyone who's good and I will protect y- everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there will be zero repercussions for what I'm about to do because as we all know, bad people don't have families. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if they do, their families are bad and will kill them And their them families too. are evil. <laughs> Even the little babies. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful and fantastic. Russ, would you please philosophize? I'll do my best. <laughs> I don't know very much about Bollywood. I think I'm in the top 50% probably of people who know about Western cinema. And I'm probably above average with some Japanese stuff as well. But I know next to nothing about Indian cinema. So I turn to the source. And this is Bharadwaj Rangan, writing for The Hindu, doing a review of uh, (laughs) Palisadu or Theri. (laughs) So we wait for the hero introduction scene. Maybe he'll smash through a wall and land a punch on a villain who is extorting money from slum folk. Maybe he'll ride in on a bike in slow-mo, the scene lasting long enough for fans to expend all the wind in their lungs through wolf whistles. But no. When we first meet Vijay in Theory, directed by Otley, he's bent behind his bike, fixing it. Beside him, his daughter Nevi stamps her foot impatiently. Then a car speeds past a puddle nearby and the water splashes on her. This is it, we think. Actor Joseph Kuravia's face will appear. He'll give chase, he'll break the driver's bones, or at least give an impression of his fingerprints on the driver's cheek. We get the face, we get the chase, we get a tame finish. With the driver being asked to apologize... Instantly, we know the story. Any film in which a mass hero is a mouse in the early reels will feature a flashback in which we see him as a tiger. Then a second flashback in which we see why this tiger transformed into a mouse. Otley's screenplay checks all the boxes. And we're checking these boxes ten minutes ahead of him. But that's not the problem. We don't go to these movies expecting finely etched narrative arcs and convincing characters. (laughs) And as I was watching it, I realized, yeah, all that's true. And I also realized that I didn't notice that that was a subversion when I was watching it because I wasn't familiar enough with Bollywood and how all of these things, like they're stock characters. Yeah, But But more importantly, I realized the only thing you could do is nitpick this movie. Yeah. And so I started thinking about when I became like that, or maybe I should use the collective we, when we became like that. Because I remember just watching garbage (laughs) movies and TV shows when I was a kid and loving them. And I felt like everyone else loved them. I watched Thundercats. Why did I like (laughs) Thundercats? Have you seen that through adult eyes? That is unwatchable. Yes. And I see kids programming nowadays, and it's compelling, and there's moral lessons. And it's like Thundercats is like, I've got a sword, and that's a bad guy, and that's the entire plot. That's the whole plot. Yeah. That's all you need. The, you, you, yeah, with Thundercats, you're just waiting for the moment where he, he Thundercats hoe and the sword yeah, gets Thundercats big, hoe. and they just attack yeah, on mass. It's all lead and, up to that, and then, yeah. hey, we get and to then, watch the hero beat the bad guys. And then five seconds later, the bad guys lose. Like, it's... But honestly, I blame the internet. It's more of a dopamine rush to hate on things than it is to like things. 
Yeah. And I also got weirdly curious about the etymology of nitpicking because the, the the base word makes sense. Looking for little things and picking bugs, literal nits off of people or clothes. But mm-hmm. its modern incarnation first appeared in an issue of Collier's in 1951 on a write-up about military and specifically Pentagon culture. And here's the quote where nitpicking first appears from 1951. Two long-time Pentagon standbys are fly speckers and nitpickers. The first of these nouns refers to people whose sole occupation seems to be studying papers in the hope of finding flaws in the writing rather than making any effort to improve the thought or meaning. <laughs> Nitpickers are those who quarrel with trivialities of expression and meaning, but who usually end up without making concrete or justified suggestions for improvement. That's from 1951, and that is the state of Reddit film criticism today. The hopes <laughs> of finding flaws in the writing rather than making any effort to improve the thought or meaning, or quarreling with trivialities of expression and meaning, but usually end up without making justify suggestions for improvement yeah i wonder why nitpickers caught on but fly speckers has fallen it's good the, isn't it the sands yeah i think we should try to bring that back <laughs> the, this podcast is now called fly speckers <laughs> fry stop fry stop it's stop fly specking my documents it kind of, it, it, it works doesn't it, it also kind of it, it, it sounds vaguely racist to me and i'm not sure why like if you call so it's like you fucking fly specker Oh yeah, I can. It's it's the con. It's the consonants. I think that the hard. It's the the hard consonants that make it sound. It also fa- sounds like flies pecker. So maybe you're calling someone small dick. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That uh, the the insult might get a little confusing. You have to really. I think that's why it has to be a podcast first, so that at the beginning of every episode, we'll we'll say the meaning of it. Until everyone finally knows. It or is. every time we say it, we just say it in a with slightly different intonation, so that no one is ever clear on what the meaning is. Fly specker. <laughs> now, yeah, fly specker. I said all that to say, the only reason that you couldn't call Fairy a perfect movie is because it does everything. Yeah, there will be blood is an example of a perfect movie. Yes, but it does one thing. It's a drama. And it does drama perfectly. This movie does everything. This is romance. This is action. This is drama. This is comedy. This is musical. It does everything perfectly. Okay, not perfectly. The special effects are really sus. <laughs> and okay, I'm not gonna. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Not perfectly, but good enough. That I'm not going to nitpick it. Nice. Nice. One thing I, I didn't really expect, along with the mix of everything else this movie has, yeah. is the, the social commentary in there as well. Yeah. Part of part of his reasoning for, like, I guess I'll just kill this rapist, mm-hmm. is the number of rapes that go, is they talk of, for quite a bit about the number of rapes that go unreported, unprosecuted, and mm-hmm. where the, the rapist gets away. And he's like, oh, well... Yeah, guess there's no reason to arrest him then. I also so didn't expect this, that. We get this little moment of like yeah. a, a pretty you know deeply in, introspective conversation about the state of the law, and then it 
the resolution is so let's go beat some people up. Yeah, I mean it's 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 I I like that they bring it up, but it is sort of funny and they're like, well, I guess vigilante justice will sort this out. <laughs> like, yeah. let's not That'll reform the, the legal system or whatever. Yeah, that is interesting. But it it I guess it I guess it shows you know if they're bringing it up that they're you know hopefully they're they're doing something about it. I oh, lost my train I, I want um, <laughs> to talk about one more favorite fight scene. Just, yeah, and this doesn't entirely connect to the plot too much it's, it's just kind uh-huh. of a, a fun little side and one of the scenes where we see him as the deputy chief of the the local police he is called because a number of of drunk men have taken up residence in his school and are just like <laughs> not letting anyone in They're just drunk and just crashing there the school administrators were like hey this is actually a school now we we need y'all to leave so that we can teach children and they're like no we're friends with the government minister and we have lots of bottles of alcohol that we'll hit you in the head with i love the idea that a bunch of drunks just showed up to a school and were like this looks like a good drinking spot yeah essentially that seems to be what happened so vj arrives on the scene and he does absolutely amazing, you know, movie movie star entrance for the character of yeah, everyone next. getting out of the way, and he's got his sunglasses on, <laughs> and he he goes in, and he's like, they're like, hey, can you can you get them out of there? They've been violent and rough. Are you going to be okay by yourself? He's like, yeah, I got this. Goes in, and <laughs> basically gets up to the the front of the room that they're the classroom that all the drunkards are hiding in, and he pulls down like the teacher's pointing stick. And starts conducting the room like a class, and like he will, he pulls out a book and he'll ask them like third grade questions, and when they can't answer it, he beats them relentlessly with a stick, <laughs> and just keeps going until like they are also like kind of tricked by this, and some of them start helping him. They're like, "Hey, that student over there, make make sure they answer their question." He's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll raise their hand, boss," and he's like, "No, you're you're with us. You're not with him. Give and teacher after- the correct answer." I'll clean and the chalkboard so, after class. So they, they have a mix of like Indian third grade trivia and <laughs> solid fight scene that leads with all the men coming out and saying, we're sorry we disrupted your learning. School is hard. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch this one, right? Like, this sounds like a lot of fun, and it sounds real stupid. And, you know, action musical is, you know, a pretty great category. So, since I'm going to watch this one, that means uh, we need to spin the wheel. Let's get ready to do that. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's talk about what we're going to get rid of. Okay. Let's get rid of musical and I say romance. I we leave all the rest of it. And drama. Drama? Why drama? Do we want to add anything stupid? James Picks? Yeah. An independent. Okay, spin it again. Horror. horror. Ooh. All right. Yes. Independent horror. It's been a while that since October, good. so. Yeah. I think there's a few of those. Also, we're yeah. not doing fucking Skinamarink. You're not doing what? Skinamarink. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, my, I've got my maybe, wife watched that recently and couldn't stop ranting about it. Yeah, when we get to the what are you watching, I, I've got some thoughts. Uh, so, well, let's uh, smoothly transition into that. Russ, you said uh, what was that? Skinamarink. Okay, it's dumb. 
you know, oh, uh, this is this is a horror movie, and ostensibly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, and I I don't know if it's just like TikTok. Maybe people on TikTok are taking too many shrooms or something, because I think <laughs> if I was just strung out on psychedelics, it might be vaguely interesting, but. I just need to start making movies is what I need to do. Because you can just film whatever you want to and say, that's a movie now. And people are like, oh, it was so haunting. This is this is reflections from my childhood. This is every nightmare I had when I was six. I was like, you are watching footage of walls. <laughs> the, the movie is called Skinamarink, and it's dumb as shit. I watched it twice, trying to like it both times, and yeah. th- there's nothing doing there. That's it, it's dumb as shit. All right, so we have a do not recommend from Russ. Uh, Fry, what have you been watching? Well, less watching and more listening to. As, as, as I've talked about many times, I'm a big fan of all the Brandon Sanderson works. And there is one I had yes. never really gotten into. Because for whatever reason, I just can't get myself into graphic novels most of the time. Yeah, same. And, and he published a graphic novel series called, called White Sands. And as a huge fan of his world, I want to read it. But as a not fan of graphic novels, I can't make myself read it, even though I own them. Yes. yes. So there is a, they call it graphic audio version of this. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's essentially done like a stage play recorded as an audio book. Yeah, yeah. It's a movie for and your mind. It's, that's the line they say at the beginning of it. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. And I think we're about halfway through it right now, and it is it is really fun. I am really glad I'm finally getting to see this world and, and see how it interacts with people, and just the story is really interesting, and uh, I recommend it. Awesome. Excellent. Good stuff. As a side note, do you guys remember when I discovered those old-timey radio broadcast shows and I invited everybody over to sit and listen to them? They're awesome. Yeah. That was hilarious. Um, anyway, I just yeah, I was remembering that. I, I still like those old-time radio shows. And the that's what I've been listening the to. The thunder lately. is created by a big wavy metal sheet. Yeah, it's that's fantastic. Like, some of the stories are... I, I don't think I've ever heard a story that was like incredible, but some of them are very creative and strange. Like In a way that like makes me glad they haven't been filmed. Because what I'm imagining is better than you, you know, you're going to do in like a visual medium. Much like how people imagine us is much better than what they would actually get. If they oh, I don't think people imagine we're any better than we are. I think we come across as the the, dink, the dinkuses and the shitheads that we are, but, you know. Okay, good. Just uh, yeah. It was a possibility. I'm glad we cleared it up. Yeah, no, we're, we're a bunch of assholes. So, thank you everyone for listening to Hey James Watch This. Have a great day. And don't drink bleach or eat Vic's VapoRub. We had a whole conversation about that before we started recording. It's bad for you. Bye. I think it's good to tell the listeners about the conversations we had when we were recording. So yeah, should I redo that? No. And- <laughs>